Gould Parts presents Preps Rewind on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Here's Mike Danson. Welcome into Preps Rewind presented by Gould Parts in Eaton. 45 East Collins in Eaton. 970-454-3355. Open seven days a week. They are your Napa parts provider. Owned by Alan Gould and his family since the 70s. The staff has been there for the long haul as well. Just call, get online, and figure out what you need. They will get you your part for all your automotive needs. That's Gould Parts in Eaton. Uh, So it's just such a fun time of year in prep sports with uh, the football playoffs at uh, full go. Now all classifications have started the playoffs. Uh, A lot of games played last night. A lot of games to be played today. But we also have uh, state volleyball going on uh, down at the Denver Coliseum. All five classifications will crown a state champion today. So that's uh, very exciting also. Um, we will uh, just a rundown of what we're looking at for today. Uh, we will go through what's going on in volleyball right now. We'll go through the six-man through 5A, all the brackets in preps football, uh, tell you where they all stand. And then uh, second segment, we will have uh, head coach of the Roosevelt Rough Riders, Lane Wassinger, will join us. Uh, we'll talk about his, uh, you know, it's an 8-9 game, but uh, his uh, upset by seed last night over Riverdale Ridge, who was a, a quality team who had won a bunch of games in a row. Um We'll talk about him and how his team played last night and uh, the potential matchup with the number one seed next week, Green Mountain. In the third segment, we will have Windsor head football coach who also by seed uh, had an upset last night over the uh, – over Ponderosa, they won 38-21 last night. So Windsor and Roosevelt both uh, with a couple of upsets last night. And then uh, in that final segment, we will have a a quick edition of the Preps Rewind Power Rankings as as a lot of those teams uh, still yet to play today. Um, It looks uh, exactly the same as it did last week. Um, Potential for a lot of change after today with the teams that are playing playoff games so that's the rundown um let's uh, let's jump right into it i think we'll start with state volleyball here and then we'll get into the football scores uh at the 5a level there is one team from the area that is in line for uh potentially being in the state championship game um the semifinals are almost set valor christian and legend are uh one set of teams in the semifinals and then fossil ridge is going to play the winner of Chaparral and Mountain Vista. That game is probably going on as we speak. So that'll be a setup for uh, Fossil Ridge to potentially get into the state championship game that'll be played later today. Also, uh, another school from the area, Thompson Valley in the 4A level has already advanced into the semifinals. They will play the winner of Lewis Palmer and Windsor. Uh, Last I looked, Lewis Palmer was up in that match against Windsor. So... uh, that's where we're at uh, there in 4A. Palmer Ridge is the other team that is in the other semifinal. They will play the winner of the Classical Academy or Cheyenne Mountain. Uh, at the 3A level, some potential fun for the area. Um, potentially a Platte Valley-Eaton matchup in the state championship game. Um, as Platte Valley is one of the teams into a semifinal, they will play the winner of 
Liberty Common and Resurrection Christian. Those are games are happening right now uh, as we speak. Eaton will play the winner of University and Delta. So uh, if University were to beat Delta, we would have an Eaton University matchup. Um, and either way, if Liberty Common or Resurrection Christian win, we we could have all four teams from the area in that 3A semifinals with uh, a champion to be crowned out of those four. So um, Platte Valley will play Liberty Common or Resurrection Christian, and Eaton will face either University or Delta. Uh, at the 2A level, Wiggins will play the winner of Strasburg and Burlington. Uh, Lyman is the other team that's already punched their ticket to the semifinals. They will play the winner of Sedgwick County or Plateau Valley. In the 1A level, Marino will play the winner of Dove Creek and McClave, and Stratton will go up against the winner of Haxton and Simla. So that's uh, that's why we're where we're at volleyball wise. Uh, I'm going to try to keep up with those uh, those results that are happening as those teams are playing right now to get a chance into the semifinals. So uh, maybe in that final segment, if we have some time, we'll look back and kind of see where where teams have advanced to. Uh, let's jump into football, the football playoffs. Uh, we will start at the 5A level. The number one seed, Cherry Creek, gets past Legacy pretty easily, 31-7. to They will face Mountain Vista in the quarterfinals as Mountain Vista got the big win, 52-20, to over Castleview. Uh, Pine Creek gets a win over Denver East, 41-24. They will play Ralston Valley, who beat up on Rock Canyon, 42-14. So a Pine Creek-Ralston Valley uh, matchup in the quarterfinals there. On the other side of the bracket, the number 2 seed Columbine Rebels, uh, a team that runs the ball almost 100% of the time. They put up 65 points last night running the ball against Fountain Fort Carson, so they get the win 65-7 to over Fountain Fort Carson. They will host uh, a team that... Uh, had a big upset, uh, taking out Valor Christian. Uh, this will be the first time in a while that we have not seen a Cherry Creek Valor Christian state championship game at that 5A level. Legend moves past Valor Christian 20-13 to last night. They will go play Columbine now in the quarterfinals. The other co- uh, quarterfinal matchup at the 5A level, Chatfield takes out uh, Arapaho, uh, an upset win there, a 14 seed over a 3 seed, Chatfield 28, Arapaho 21, and Grandview also gets the uh, upset win over Regis 25-23. to Grandview 11 seed will face Chatfield, the 14 seed in that quarterfinal. At the 4A level... Palmer Ridge, the number one seed in the 4A bracket, uh, takes out Denver South pretty easily. Uh, They will play the winner of Golden and Heritage. That game will play today. Mesa Ridge uh, is the only other team that played last night on that side of the bracket. Uh, They beat Loveland last night, 57-7, so they get past Loveland easily last night. They will play the winner of Broomfield and Fruita Monument. Erie with an easy 52-0 win over Rampart. They will face Dakota Ridge in the quarterfinals as Dakota Ridge took out Thompson Valley last night 52-28. Erie is my pick at that 4A level for the state champion. Uh, Montrose and Pueblo West will uh, get it on later today. And they will face uh, Windsor, who, as we talked about uh, the 11 seed Windsor Wizards went down to Ponderosa and beat them last night 38 to 21. 
The 3A bracket uh, opened up last night. Only a few games played. Green Mountain, the number one seed, will play Glenwood Springs today. Roosevelt, the nine seed, beat Riverdale Ridge 55-20. to You could have heard that game last night right here on 1310 KFKA. You can go online and podcast that. Listen back to a big win for Roosevelt. We will talk to their coach in the next seg- segment, Lane Wassinger. Big win for Roosevelt last night as they move on to the next round. Durango and Mead will match up today. Lutheran took it to Frederick, 66-37. to Lots of high-scoring games here at the 3A level. Lutheran moves on. They will face the winner of that Durango-Mead matchup. Thompson Valley, a team that we have been keeping an eye on all season. Another close win for the three-seeded Thompson Valley Eagles, 21-17 over Discovery Canyon. They will face Northfield. Northfield with the upside last night, the 11 seed over the 6 seed, 56-36. to So Northfield puts up a ton of points last night against Pueblo Central. Now they will face Thompson Valley, the 3 seed. Resurrection Christian, another school from the area, will host Lewis Palmer today over at Resurrection Christian. Uh, Holy, They will face the... Holy Family uh, Tigers as Holy Family gets a 50-8 to win over Denver North. So Resurrection Christian, Lewis Palmer play today to play against Holy Family, the two-seed. At the 2A level, uh, none of these games played last night. Uh, all of these are going to play today. Number one, Delta, will be playing against the Classical Academy. I believe that will be at the Classical Academy today. So Delta making the trip over. Berthed is heading to Moffitt County today. Berthed with the the team that I have been uh, on since August, and I think they're the team at that 2A level going to win that state championship. they got to get past Moffitt County today. Eaton with the big upset win last week over number 2 seed Kent Denver. Eaton as the 15 seed. Here they come. Watch out the three-time defending champions. They go to Pagosa Springs today. See if they can keep the uh, the uh, Cinderella slipper going here for the Eaton Reds. And University will play rifle today. Big game for University today. This is one where it's like, uh, hey, University, you've been in the playoffs a few years. Now it's time to prove yourself. Go to rifle, beat a quality rifle team, the number three seed, and then you'll uh, have a potential matchup with Eaton in the semifinals at the 2A level. That's the quarterfinals. Quarterfinals at 1A, Lyman and Banning Lewis matchup. Uh, Buena Vista and Meeker will match up. Ray and Holyoke and Strasburg and Gunnison. That uh, bracket is just playing out as chalk right now. So at the 1A level, just all the top seeds have advanced. Good job by the RPI there of getting them in the correct position. At the eight-man level, Mancos and Sedgwick County match up. Uh, Lions Dove Creek today. Haxton and Byers, Marino and Simla. And at that six-man level, the one team we had from the area at that six-man level, Briggsdale, they fell last week to Walsh. Uh, Stratton-Sierra grand matchup. Uh, Idelia and Walsh actually played last night. Idelia already punched their ticket at the six-man level to the semifinals. They played the winner of that Stratton-Sierra grand game. Grenada and Cheyenne Wells will match up today. And Branson Kim, that co-op team, plays Otis, the number two seed. So that's where we're at for football. The brackets, how they're all looking. 
On the other side, we're going to jump out here. On the other side, we will talk with head coach of the Roosevelt Rough Riders, Lane Wassinger, about his big win last night in the first round of the playoffs and uh, how his team's looking with a potential matchup against the number 1 seed Green Mountain. So you are listening to Preps Rewind with me, Mike Danson, on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome back into Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts. We are live from the Aloe Fiber Studios. And now on the other uh, end of this line here, we are going to jump on and talk with head coach of the Roosevelt Rough Riders, Lane Wassinger. Coach, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, congratulations on getting that uh, first-round win Uh uh, I, I was a little nervous. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I know Riverdale Ridge has had a great season, but uh, your kids came out and played a great game. Yeah, they did. Um, you know, I think it all started with uh, our Monday's practice. You know, once those brackets were released, we just wanted to see where we fell, and we got right to work. And um, you know, the the vibe of our team was was in it was in good standing all week, and uh, they were loose and excited to play, and um, they showed out last night. Well, and. Uh, you guys, it's a it's a twenty to thirteen game at halftime, um, and and then you guys just explode in the uh, the third quarter. What uh, what did did you make some changes at halftime, or just everything worked out? No, um, we just kept doing what we do. Um, you know, I we talked at halftime and just said, look, it's zero zero, and we we have to do a better job of of coming out of the locker room at halftime and you know putting teams away when we have those opportunities. Um, something that we haven't really done all season, so. Um, they responded real well, and um, like I said, I think they were really confident in what what where we were and, and what we were doing. And you know, offensively, we were rolling and, and running the ball at will. Um, and then that kind of carried over to the defensive side, and, and they were able to make some plays and some big stops in key moments um, to kind of complement our offense. So, um, yeah, we popped off a couple big runs in that third quarter, and I think we scored twenty eight unanswered points in that third quarter. And, um, really kind of sparked us to the big time win. Yeah, and uh, you guys have two studs back there in your backfield with uh, Bronco Hartson and Xavier Ramirez, and, and those two guys, um, big players, just step up at big times. And those guys did that last night. I think they they took a part in every one of your touchdowns except for one of them. I think they really did. Um, you know, I, and, and after watching the film and kind of reflecting on it, I, I saw two seniors that were you know willing to die for their team last night. Truly. Um, you know, they, they kind of kicked it into a second gear, um, almost in, in a way that I haven't seen all year. And, um, you know, they weren't ready for it to end last night. So, um, they played their hearts out. Um, they're two special kids for sure. And, you know, they've got a, a young supporting cast around them that, that really does feed off their energy and, and their focus and, um, how they play. So, uh, when, when those things go well, you know, the rest of the team responds and, um, you know, they did a heck of a job, um, running the ball last night for sure. And uh, you talked about it a little bit there, the the young guys that are around uh, those two guys. But uh, I kind of looked, I was looking through stats this morning, and I saw like defensively, your your top uh, ten tacklers, three are seniors, three juniors, two sophomore, two freshmen. So I, that defense has been growing throughout the season. Um, 
just kind of talk about the growth that that you've seen in them and and I'm kind of wondering, like, are you thinking we're going to go as far as this defense can take us here in this playoff run? Well, yeah, I mean, it, there's, there's, you know, that that's a third of the game. You know, you're 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 not going to win much games if if you're not, you know, stopping people and and nor nor if you're scoring points and your special teams have to have to be to par as well. So we try to be great in all three phases. Um, you know, I think defensively, you know, we are very young. Um, I think we only bring back, you know, one guy on that entire defense that even sniffed some varsity time last year wow. um and trevor carabinch who's a junior corner for us um you know other than that um you know it kind of starts with our defensive coordinator and our coaches you know the um what they're able to do and, and how they develop our kids year in and year out you know it's kind of that next man up mentality and um, we do have a, a lot of young and eager you know players that are 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 working hard every single day and um you know they're a fun group to coach and um you know, they listen and they want to be great. You know, they, they've seen the success that, that we've had at Roosevelt, and, you know, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And, um, you know, Coach Suman, Donovan Suman's probably one of the best defensive corners in the state, um, and we're lucky to have him with us. And, um, you know, his, his, you know, the sacrifice he gives to the program and, the, and, and our entire coaching staff, for that matter, um, you know, we, we, we dial in uh, when it's time to go. And um, I think that kind of funnels down to our kids and, um, kind of creates that culture that, that we're trying to establish and, and sustain at Roosevelt. So, um, you know, they're, they're doing great. I think they made big strides last night. Um, those kids, you know, were finally finishing tackles the way we want them to and, um, you know, kind of run it, running through their gaps the way we want them to. And um, they're still learning. You know, I mean, we're making mistakes all over the field as well, yeah. you know, all over the place. But um, it, it, was, it was all around just kind of one of our most complete games all year. Um, so we left, you know, I think with some confidence and, uh, you know, we're eager to kind of get back to work on Monday for next week. Yeah, I, I'm sure, Coach. I, I, uh, and when you score 55 points, it, it takes a little bit of pressure off of that defense. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, um, you complement each other. It's, there's three phases of the game, and um, you know, it, it all feeds off each other. You got to do your part, um, do your job, and um, you can set 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 the other side of the ball up to be successful when when you do your job. So, yeah. yeah, offensively, we exploded last night. I think we ran for like 530 yards. Wow. Um, yeah, it was. I had to re, had to recalculate that. Um, <laughs> luckily, my wife's a math teacher, so I had her double check my work. But yeah, um, no, it was uh, it was a, it was a great night, man. I, I'm real proud of our O line. We had um, three sophomores and two juniors on the O line. Our starting center went out Wednesday's practice with a broken thumb, so we had to plug a new guy in in that center position. And um, you know, we didn't we didn't lose a beat. You know, we just we got got back to it, and um, you know, it's just part of who we are. Yep, uh, coach. This uh, this league that you 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 guys are involved in it it's so dang hard, and it doesn't surprise me. Like you guys win last night, uh, Thompson Valley won last night. I I would expect Resurrection Christian to win today. But uh, what what does that uh, difficult league do for you as as you get into the playoffs? And these other teams have maybe had kind of a, a easier path to to make it into the playoffs. Yeah, I think it, I think you know, kind of the results speak for themselves. You know, I, uh, when you're playing tough teams. You know, and you're in a tough conference, and your schedule's, you know, built the way they are. Um, you know, it's preparing you for these these late November um, games in the postseason. So, um, a lot of times, you get these teams that you know they win a lot, and uh, they might play a less competitive schedule. But then, you know, the first team to kind of hit them in the mouth, they don't know how to respond. You know, and we see that all the time. And um, we definitely don't want to be that team. You know, it doesn't mean that we play. You know 
great teams every week. There's always going to be some teams on your schedule that, you know, you just got to take care of business. But, um, you know, playing, playing in a conference like ours, um, you know, everyone's competitive. We have great coaches. We have great athletes. I think Northern Colorado football is far and apart the best football in all of Colorado right now um, in every classification. Um, so, again, all of us up here are, are uh, competing week in and week out, you know, for not only league championships but state championships. And, um, you know, for us, you know, we're, we're, uh, we've kind of established this target on our back that, you know, our, our young team this year has had to kind of shoulder. And I think they've done an exceptional job of doing that. Um, you kind of feel like everyone's gunning for you. They're probably sick of hearing about Roosevelt. And that's what you get when you um, are successful, you know, and that's, we've, we've been that underdog too. And um, I think we're kind of back in that, that underdog mentality, you know, kind of being on the road in the playoffs and being a nine seed. I think that's great for us. And, I'm real proud of how the kids have handled it and, um, you know, take care of business on the road and in the playoffs is, is a, is a big confidence builder moving forward for us. Yeah. And, and you talk about it a little bit there, but uh, even though you guys have had, you know, successful season after successful season, all culminating last year with winning the state championship, you, you lose a bunch of those leaders over and over and over again. and, And it's hard to, train those younger guys that it takes a lot of work to get to this point. It's not, we can't just come in and win based on our name. Right. Yeah. You know, sometimes it feels like you're babysitting at times, you know, like coaching some of these young guys and teaching them how to be, you know, varsity level players and, you know, behaviorally, you know, outside of football too. And um, you're just growing kids up, you know, every, uh, you know, every year. And and, and you're right, you know, um, your senior class and your leaders, you know, they, they, they move on, they graduate, and you have to kind of, um, you know, kind of revamp and, and kind of see. And everyone leads in different ways, you know, and I think we've learned that this year too with, with Bronco and X kind of being kind of our uh, – we, we have a really light senior class this year, you know. Um, coming off, you know, the last couple of years we've had, you know, over 23, 25 yeah. kids in those senior classes, and then I think all of a sudden we have like seven in this one. So, um, anyway, like I said, they uh, – that leadership funnels down, you know, and, and I think I spoke earlier on, on Bronco and X. They're, 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 they're lead by example guys. You know, they, when they speak, I think guys listen and, um, you know, they really do drive the, the energy of our team and, and they, they're, they're doing a really good job of doing that um, together. Yeah, Coach, um, I guess uh, as we look ahead to next week, uh, you'll either face uh, the number one seed Green Mountain or a Glenwood Springs team. Um, you going to be on the uh, NFHS network uh, watching those games today? No, I'm driving down right now. I'll be oh, you're heading down. Time. All right. That uh, yeah. that surprised me. I was uh, I can't remember who I was talking to last week. Oh, I think it was Corey Tickner at uh, Bertha. He said, "What's nice is with the NFHS network now we don't have to make that long trek down. So everybody kind of has their own way." Yeah, definitely. You know that stuff's everywhere now. I think sometimes. You know, if you can gauge a team in person, um, you got to kind of get a, a different feel. You know, I mean, we're going to obviously get that that tape of whoever we play and, um, you know, break it down like we do. But um, if you get a chance to get your eyes on somebody uh, a little bit more from an intimate perspective, you, you might catch a couple things or whatever. But, uh, you know, it's just the time of year. you got to do what it takes to win. And, um, you know, we, we've got coaches all over the place, you know, doing their job and scouting guys up and, you know, uh, like I said, doing whatever it takes. Yeah, Coach, I, I, I'm with you. I, I would much rather it's it's hard to tell how fast that guy actually is uh, on film when you can be there in person and watch and see how fast he actually is. It's a different world, right? Yeah, it is. 
Yep. So, uh, Coach, well, uh, have a safe travel down there, uh, and good luck next week. We will uh, we'll uh, we'll keep getting in touch with you as long as this season keeps going for you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on this morning. Yep. That is uh, head coach of the Roosevelt Rough Riders, Lane Wassinger, with a big win last night. Uh, you know, they've only lost two games on the season, and they're both the teams that are in the playoffs. To, they lost to Thompson Valley, and they've lost to um, Resurrection Christian. Um, as you kind of talked about there, just a, a learning experience a little bit on defense. A, a lot of young guys, I was surprised to see when I looked that, uh, you know, four guys, two freshmen, two sophomores are excuse me, in their uh, top 10 of leading tacklers on this team. So a little bit of a learning experience on the defensive side, but uh, an offense with uh, uh, Bronco Hartson and Xavier Ramirez is always going to be something to look out for. So, yep, there we go. Uh, Roosevelt uh, 55-20 win over Riverdale Ridge last night as they move on and uh, will play either Green Mountain or Glenwood Springs in the next round. Um, We're going to hop out here. and then on the other side of the break, we will have head coach of the Windsor Wizards who got a upset win last night. Um, we will talk about him and how his team is uh, progressing. You are listening to Preps Rewind on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome back into Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts. Gould Parts in Eaton, 45 East Collins in Eaton. Open seven days a week. Give them a call for all your automotive parts needs. 970-454-3355. And now we are going to jump onto the line and talk with uh, Chris Jones, the head coach of the Windsor Wizards. Coach, how are you doing today? We're doing well. We're just stuck at the car wash. The car wash broken them. Stuck in a line trying to get out now. But we're doing great, though. Yep. That's, uh, those uh, new fancy car washes are nice until they break down when you're in line. Exactly. And there's like eight cars behind me. Yep. So. Uh, Coach, congratulations on a big win last night. Uh, I-, I was able to get on NFHS, and uh, I watched, I think, <laughs> most of the first quarter. Um, mm-hmm. you, got, you guys jumped out pretty early, and then when I checked back sure in, uh, they yeah. had... Uh, All right, and you have a membership or no? No. They okay, had we'll made you... you free one when you come back. Just remind me. Okay. Yeah, okay. Coach is just taking care of the, the car wash people there. So, um, Coach, I was saying that uh, you guys jumped out early um, in that first quarter and, and kind of got a lead. You let them back in a little bit in the second, uh, but uh, handled them in the, in the second half. Yeah, we... Scored a touchdown after a turnover. We thought we'd be up twenty-one nothing, and then that was called back. And then, uh, you know, we had another opportunity to score again, and a couple penalties def- diffused that drive. And uh, you know, they they did enough to hang around. And you know, we made some you know mental errors with the penalties, but you know, overall, we came out ready to go. Our, our kids, uh, you know, were uh, excited about the six o'clock start time, and it was fun to. Uh, have a game with those guys because uh, they'd beaten us twice in, in the past. So it was, it was a great, great experience for the kids. And like I said, we were, we were pretty pumped to have them on the schedule. Yeah. And, and coach, uh, 
Uh, looking at the stats, it looks like uh, you know Kyle Phelps kind of does what he does. He he threw one interception, but he was efficient, uh, and you guys are throwing it just enough to keep him honest. But Mikey Munn and and Brady Lichtenberg really carried you guys last night. Yeah, they both had a. I mean, I think they combined for like two hundred and ten yards or so, and uh, yeah, we had a good uh, just a, a good balanced attack last night, you know and. We, yeah, once again, we had shoot nine penalties that once again hampered us moving the ball. But the defense came up strong. You know, they they had a couple of nice drives against us, and our uh, boys responded. But second half defense locked them down, and you know they they got one score on us, and then defense just shut the door on them. So yeah, really really proud of how the coaches responded with the defensive side of the ball, and then offensively in the fourth quarter. We just ran it down their throats and, you know, got 17 more points on them. So, yeah. And, Coach, one of the things that I saw as I was kind of looking at stats today is uh, um, Mikey Munn, you know, special teams is kind of a forgotten aspect of football a lot of times when you talk to people. But um, I know he had a big uh, punt return that kind of set up your second score in the first quarter. But then it looked like he had yep. a pretty good uh, time uh, uh, returning kicks last night also. You made a kick return for a touchdown and a punt return. Uh, we spend about, I don't know, about 30 minutes a week on kickoff, 30 minutes a week on kick return, 30 on punt, 30 on punt return, and around uh, 25 on PAT field goal. So we spend a lot of time on those items, you know, in small increments during the week, but they really do pay off uh, come game time. The kids are we're able to make adjustments. We've got some really um, nice um, fancy trick plays we've been running that have really paid off for us where, you know, Mikey's gotten a direct snap or, or Gavin Helms taking a snap and ran for a first down multiple times this year. So yeah, it's, we, we, we spend time on it, but um, once again, we spend time on offense and defense and all the coaches are chipping in and definitely uh, impacting uh, our, our game day decisions and how we're executing. And when I was coaching that, uh, I would always tell those kids, like, we may not spend as much time on it, but the momentum you can gain from a big special teams play overwhelms uh, anything that you can do offensively and defensively because those special teams plays are so hard to come by, so they're such a big momentum bringer when uh, when they happen. Yeah, we get pretty excited about it. Oh, my gosh, we have kick return or we have kickoff or we have punt on return. Like, we've got this couple of onside kick things we do, and uh, we've done around – 15 of them and we've gotten around six you know it's like a but it's not the highest payoff but it, it's pretty good for us like you know 40 percent of our loop kicks were recovering so and that's and that's in the last six games so it's been pretty substantial for us and then like with our, with our punting game gavin gavin's averaging the last four games like 46 yards a punt and that's really wow. changed the field position and once again they you know he, he drills them in the end zone when we need to we get touchbacks so you know and yeah, in our pump block, I think we have two pump blocks in the last four weeks, so they're pretty good. Yeah, that that'll uh, that'll change momentum really quick, uh, Coach. Uh, um, I believe it's Riley Renton. He led your defense last night. He, uh, from what I saw, he had twelve tackles, two sacks, and an interception last night. Yeah, he had a great game, uh, Riley. Uh, that, that once again, once of those one of those guys that you know pays attention in practice. We rep a lot of things. By formation recognition, you know, so we see a formation, then we get into our alignment, and they're like, okay, it's A, B, or C. And he made a great drop on that first pick, 
And then on the sacks, uh, we got one in the first half, and then in, in the fourth quarter, we got that one. And he also uh, got in, they had a bad snap on the punt, and we, the punter hurried up and he dropped the ball. And then uh, we uh, sacked him back there as well. So that was like a third big tackle for loss that Ryland was in on. Yeah, he, he just had an amazing game. Uh, defensively, is there anybody else that uh, deserves to be uh, have a shout-out for him? They, it, your defense had to have played pretty well last night. Yeah, Brock Pockhead had another great night. He had 12 stops. And uh, one guy that I, I really want to just illustrate is uh, Isaiah Kronk. He's a sophomore outside linebacker. And his job this week was to take a double team. And he came up, you know, sophomore, you know, He's like six foot, one hundred and sixty-five pounds, and yeah. he's coming on, coming up and taking on fifty to sixty linemen, and forcing them to run to cut back inside where Brock and Ryan are just pursuing. And I mean, he came away with nine tackles, by the way, too. And uh, but his relentless uh, ability to like take on the blocks and force the run back inside to where we had a uh, pursuit. Uh, he he got my defensive player of the game nod last night for what he was able to do, be you know being selfless and sacrificing what he had to for the team to get the win. Well, and that's uh, that's a tough role when you go to practice that week and you say, "Hey, uh, you're just going to have to get your butt kicked by a double team all week and let these other guys do the tackling." Oh yeah, and you know, and he's uh, like I said, he's not the biggest, but he he's pretty, I'll say, crafty, and he's he's really intelligent out there. I mean, he. He knows how not to take a shot. He, he a couple times last night, a big guy was barreling down on him, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. But he, the way he took it on, the guy was defeated, and the runner cut back in, and there was Brock or Ryland or, or Colton Piper coming down the line to scoop him up. And, uh, well, yeah, congratulations on the win, Coach. As we, as we look ahead, um, you will either play uh, Montrose or Pueblo West. Do you know anything about either of those teams? No, not a lot. I mean, Montrose. Uh, they're historically on max preps. They don't report stats. They don't show heights or weights. They just show uh, their roster and what position and size they are. Yeah. Not, I mean, class. They don't tell their height, weight, or anything. You don't get much from them. And Pueblo West, they've got a really talented running back quarterback. He's got, like, I think, like, 1,500 yards passing and, like, 1,100 rushing. And uh, one of our former players last year, our starting guard, uh, Asher Lobato, moved down there at the end of our season last year, and he's starting at center for them. So uh, he's the only guy we really know. But, yep. but their, ru- their rushing attack is, is pretty good with that two-way quarterback. And they've got a couple other guys that have about 400 yards each. He's got like three receivers that are about 400 yards apiece. So they, they spread the ball around to, a, you know, the wealth of athletes. And, you know, uh, you know, we are kind of pulling for them so we don't have to drive over the mountains again. The yep. game would be up here next Saturday. But, you know, either way, uh, both teams are, are, are physical, and they're going to want to run the ball at you, and you're going to have to be strong in the trenches to, to hold those guys off. Yeah, and uh, Coach, are you one of these uh, that's going to be on, you'll be on NFHS Network watching that game today, or are you just going to wait for that film to come through? Oh, yeah, I'll watch it. We have, we have uh, my son plays basketball for the high school here, too, as well as football, so we, we have this subscription, so if we ever don't get to see him play hoops, you know, so. Yep. But it also helps when you're doing some scouting. I'm so. sure. All right, Coach. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, congratulations on a big uh, big win last night uh, over Ponderosa. I appreciate you joining me this morning. Yeah, and thank you again, as always, for just, you know, recognizing the Colorado athletics and student-athletes here in the area. 
Really appreciate what you guys do, shining a light on these kids and in these programs. Yes, sir. Thank you. That is uh, head coach of the Windsor Wizards football team, Chris Jones, joining us there. He uh, they got through Centaurus in the first round at, with a home game, and then uh, they had to travel down to Ponderosa last night to play the six seed as the eleven seed, and they get the win thirty eight twenty one. And uh, like we kind of talked about there, they jumped out early to an early lead. I was I was watching it on NFHS Network. They jumped out to an early lead, and then uh, Ponderosa kind of sneaks back in in that second quarter. When I checked the score at halftime, I was very surprised how close it was. But uh, Windsor gets it done in the second half with uh, a great game by Mikey Munn on offense and special teams. Brady Lichtenberg played great on offense, running the ball. And then Riley Renton, we talked about him. 12 tackles, two sacks, and an interception in one game. That's uh, that's solid. So um, we're going to jump out now. On the other side, we will have a kind of abbreviated Preps Rewind Power Rankings, uh, talking about uh, who I think in the Preps football world is going to win a state championship. And then we'll look at uh, state volleyball and uh, – advance who's advanced into the semifinals there so you're listening to preps rewind on northern colorado's voice 103.1 and 1310 kfka it's time for the preps rewind power rankings Welcome back into Preps Rewind, and there it is. You know what that means. It is time for the Preps Rewind Power Rankings. This week's edition, just like last week, we have dropped down to six teams just because there are not as many teams playing. And uh, one team is on the outside looking in. It's not much has changed. A surprise win last week, but Eaton on the outside looking in. Number six this week in the Preps Rewind Power Rankings, Roosevelt. We just talked to their head coach uh, in the second segment, Lane Wassinger. They upset Riverdale Ridge last night. It's an 8-9 matchup, but uh, upset by matchup. Uh, potentially sets up the matchup with the number one Green Mountain uh, team in the bracket. So uh, the one question you have is, can the defense hold up because we know that that offense led by Coach Wassinger, Bronco Hartson, Xavier Ramirez, they're going to be able to put up points. Can the defense hold up just enough to keep them winning games in the playoffs? Number five, the Resurrection Christian Cougars. They play Lewis Palmer today. Has that difficult league schedule prepared this team for the playoffs? And the other question is, can they be more efficient throwing the ball? They can run and run and run all they want, but at some point you're going to have to be a little more efficient throwing the ball. Resurrection Christian, number five. Number four, uh, Chris Jones. We just had him on the horn of the Windsor Wizards. They won last night against Ponderosa, 38-21. to Big plays on special teams and a two-headed running attack by Mikey Munn and Brady Lichtenberg. And they have the experienced coach, Chris Jones. Uh, they've been in the playoffs a lot. He has uh, won a state championship. They know what they're doing over there uh, as they advance to the next week in the playoffs. Number three, the University Bulldogs. Uh, For me, today is a prove-yourself game for University. Uh, You're at rifle. 
this would line up a potential uh, semifinal game against Eaton if Eaton can win today also. But uh, University, can you run the ball effectively enough? Can you play good enough defense? Can you not turn the ball over? Prove yourself today at Rifle. Number two, Thompson Valley. They beat Discovery Canyon last night, 21-17. Not the blowout games that all these other teams are putting up uh, in the playoffs, but they continue to win. That's just what they do. They win close games, and they're used to winning close games, and that's what's going to happen in the playoffs. You're going to play a lot of close games. Uh, Thompson Valley, uh, led by Riley Suarez over there, the dual-threat quarterback. Uh, they are at number two in the Preps Rewind Power Rankings. Number one, uh, and they've been there for a while now, the Berthet Spartans. Coach Corey Tickner and his crew are at Moffitt County today. Um, I still think this is worth uh, mentioning another time. 53 points in the 10 games this season. Absolutely absurd how that defense is playing. The offense is efficient. They don't turn the ball over. The running game is very, very good, averaging over six yards a carry as a team. And that defense, wow, uh, 5.3 points per game. That's impressive. So that is this week's edition of the Preps Rewind Power Rankings. Now I think we're going to jump over. We got a, a few minutes here. We're going to jump in to uh, state volleyball once again uh, at the state volleyball level. The 5A, we talked about it earlier. They'll play at noon today. Valor, Christian, and Legend are in when one of the semifinals. Fossil Ridge has already entered into the other semifinal. They are awaiting the winner of Chaparral and Mountain Vista. The last I checked, Chaparral was up two games to one in that uh, quarterfinal match. So the winner of that will face Fossil Ridge in the semifinal. That game will be at 2 o'clock roughly. Uh, Volleyball, you never know how that schedule is going to work out. Uh, At the 4A level, the noon game is Thompson Valley, who is already in, and they will play Lewis Palmer as Lewis Palmer took out Windsor 3-1 in that quarterfinal. So Thompson Valley, Lewis Palmer in one semifinal. Palmer Ridge will play the winner of the Classical Academy in Cheyenne Mountain. They were tied at one game apiece. At the 3A level, Platte Valley will face Resurrection Christian as Resurrection Christian took out Liberty Common. That game will be at noon today. Platte Valley, Resurrection Christian, and when semifinal, Eaton will play the winner of University and Delta. That match is tied at 1. They will play at 2 o'clock. Wiggins will play Burlington at noon in one semifinal at 2A. Lyman will play the winner of Sedgwick County and Plateau Valley at 2 o'clock. Lyman will play uh, yeah, either Sedgwick County or Plateau Valley. Sedgwick County is up one to nothing game-wise there. Marino will play Dove Creek at noon, and Stratton will play looking like Simla. Simla is up 2-0 over Haxton in that quarterfinal match. So that's where we're at in uh, the world of preps volleyball. But um, we're going to jump back into it a little bit here. That 3A level, if you look at this, Platte Valley, Resurrection Christian, Eaton has the chance to potentially play University. So the four semifinal teams could all be within, what is that, 30 miles of each other if you count Kersey to Resurrection Christian. Uh, University's in that uh, right in between them, and Eaton is just a little bit north. So uh, that 3A level continues to be dominated by this area at Prep Volleyball. It, it is absurd how often 
this area brings home that 3A Volleyball State Championship. It is absolutely amazing. Um, Good luck to all the athletes that are playing today. Lots of football games, lots of volleyball going on at the Coliseum. Get down there and watch. Um, Thank you to Lane Wassinger, head Roosevelt football coach, for joining today. I appreciate him hopping on as he's driving down to Green Mountain to watch them. Um, Thank you to Chris Jones uh, for joining us also. And thank you to Micah and I'm going blank, Matt. Micah and Matt on the other side of the glass uh, helping me out, uh, making sure that I stay in line, um, helping to get Coach Jones off of the horn there as he's talking to the uh, car wash people. But a little interesting there. Um, You guys have all been listening to Preps Rewind live from the Aloe Fiber Studios. We are presented by Gould Parts. Uh, You're listening to Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA.